Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. It's the Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five. Four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, connect with further and fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak life to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. It's not only a, it's not only a good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men, and God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So I don't echo everything you said. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with that, and I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time.
even if they don't acknowledge them, help them to acknowledge you so that you may direct their path and that they may walk in their first mega need security. May their gifts be enhanced, that the light that you give them shine brightly. Bless them, Lord, with health and strength, with safety from abuse, safety from manipulation, safety from the flesh, safety from the world, and safety from spiritual wickedness in high places. We thank you, Lord, for the victory of fatherhood and daughterhood. In the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, amen and amen and amen. Speaking of dynamic daughters, uh, uh, Wendy Jones, the, the, the director, this is, this is sponsored, this show is sponsored by the unique loop-de-loop. Uh, be your authentic self. Life is too short to wear boring jewelry. But Wendy and the people at Unique Loop de Loop promote authenticity, originality, uniqueness, and of course, boldness and beauty. They can be reached on just about any uh, uh, social media platform, but their website is www.uniqueloopdeloop.com. It's also brought to you by the Haven Church Global, where yours truly is pastor the safe place to grow in grace where peace is made and the truth makes us free. We also have uh, 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 the ICAF, International Christian Apostolic Fellowship, a coalition of various organizations and churches, a foundation and a platform for fellowship, training, and ecclesiastical through mentorship. They'll be doing their midwinter uh, conference on March 17th and March 18th. For information, go to www.icathglobal.com. It is presided by the the awesome Bishop William H. Harris IV. And they have speakers like Bishop William uh, Richard Willoughby and uh, Michael Boyd. Yes, contact them for the Midwinter Conference. It will be live and virtual. It is also brought to you, this show is also brought to you by Fly TV, the channel for celebrities where athletes, entertainers, and other celebrities put their content on or to be seen by their fans, their personal content. It can be seen on, uh, on Roku TV, Tubi, Android TV, Apple TV, Fire TV, Google Play, and you can download it on the Apple Store. They're, they're, they're uh, 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 definite partners with us, and we're so thankful we're so thankful. Well, today is uh, International Christian, I'm sorry, International Women's Day. I've been part of a lot of international groups, <laughs> so, so that faux pas was about uh, was bound to happen. But today is a, a day earmarked to appreciate the XX chromosome. Today, earlier on the uh, Soul Power Prayer, I actually said XY chromosome, which is the, which is the male chromosome, but it's really the XX chromosome, which is the female chromosome, and we're very, very thankful for God's design, and, and you know the, the old adage that you saved the best for last, well, he made man, and then he pulled woman out of man and made her last, and, and, and after that, he said, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, this is very good, so we're going to open up the lines, we, we're going to talk about uh, the, the, the title today is Every princess needs a king every princess needs a king how far how how the father heavenly father and dad affects women very often the type of woman a, a girl a girl becomes has a lot to do with her relationship with god and the type of fathering she did or did not receive so today we're going to not only celebrate globally International Women's Day, but we're going to hone in on that father-daughter dynamic and how women and girls are impacted uh, by their relationship with the father and their father. I'm going to open up the lines. I know the very first one is Loyal Lance. Loyal Lance, and I know we have some dynamic daughters in this. So I, I can't wait. Hey, Lance, man. how you doing today? God bless. How you doing great, great. Oh. Happy to be alive, excited, and just thankful yes. that I'm still here. Amen. Yes. And you're a girl, Dad. You're a girl, Dad. So, so, yes, so I am. That's funny that you said that. 
Shout out to your daughters on International uh, Women's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny that you mentioned that. I am definitely a girl dad. Um, she had taken to me from the beginning, and I made sure, through the grace of God, that I was led by God. So any yeah. mistakes, I make them, and anything that was right, that came from him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Give honor and yeah. glory to God for, for the victory. The failures, those are ours. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's me. That's my bad. <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. My bad. My bad. Yes, sir. So, I didn't do so, too much failing, though. We was definitely good with her. And um, I, tr- I went in spirit. I always kept God first so that I know that she would have the proper upbringing. And, like, my mother had kept God in our lives, so I made sure to keep God in the forefront of her life. And um, that steered her, and she's great today. Amen. Oh, oh that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. So, so the daddy-daughter dance is still going on. The music is still playing, and she's still in your The toes, music right? is still playing. Yes, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, as I bring in some of the dynamic daughters and some of the some of the the callers on the line, um, uh, 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 I have to stop for a second and speak and be transparent, guarded transparency. I'm not going to tell everything, but but I myself, I myself um, have you uh, uh, awesome daughters. One of them is very close to me, and one is very distant from me. But I have incre- they're incredibly beautiful. And they're incredibly bright. I'm talking about valedictorian bright, and I'm not just saying mm. they are valedictorian bright. They, you know, president of class bright. You know, beautiful and bright. And I am extremely blessed to be their dad, and I love them deeply. So, so with that said, Amen. I'm going to turn to 4734, 4734, ending in 4734. How are you doing this evening? I don't know if you can hear me or if you're uh, if you're listening not on the phone. Forty seven thirty four. Well, God bless you. I... <laughs> we're we're going to go to forty three thirty five. Forty three thirty five. Are you there? Can you hear me? Okay. This is Melissa yes, Lambert I I out of Lake Mary, Florida. Wow, I love the topic. You know, I really believe that it is important um, to for a princess to know who her first king is. Her first king is always going to be God, right? But then God yeah. also um, brought forth a man in her life, which is called her father, her earthly yeah. dad. And that earthly dad is that um, mirror of what a king should be in her life. And I just love this topic because it's so important that we we share with our young girls and we share with our fathers. It's important for you to stand up and be truthful in the lives of your your daughters because they always say you marry your father or, you know, you marry someone that's um, like your dad in a sense, right? And yeah. I always wanted to, um, to, to make sure that my daughter not only just have the um, – the example of her, her biological dad, but I believe that the guys that are in your life, the uncles, the friends, um, you know, the pastors, you know, they are truly also an example of what a king is in that princess's life. So I don't never, like, you know, I believe there is is a village that raised a child. So when it comes to my village, my village is more than her biological dad. My village for my daughter, she's my only born. My village is her uncle. My village is my dad. My village for her to see a king is my pastors and my friends who, you know, always stand up and be truthful and be honest and love on my daughter. So, you know, your king don't have to be, if you are a daughter that's listening right now and you don't have the love of an earthly dad, to remember your your heavenly dad is always going to be the king of kings and the Lord of lords over your life. But you do definitely can find those um, gentlemen in your community, at your church, those, you know, somebody else's dad can step, step, um, step in and be that king 
over, um, you know, to show you that example. Because when you do want to go out and start dating, you want to actually pick up not just any any and any old body out there. You want to pick up a king that's gonna, you know, open the door for you. A king that's gonna treat you right. A king that's gonna elevate you. A king that's gonna speak life in you. A king that's gonna show you who he is, you know, because he has a great relationship with God. A king that's gonna make sure you know you are the queen, um, no matter what. So. Thank you for bringing this topic to um, to a front of us, especially knowing that it is um, Women's Month, you know, and we are celebrating today International Women's Day. And I applaud and extend, um, you know, my love and um, appreciation to all the ladies that's out there. You know, we wear a lot of hats. We are mom. We are sisters. We are aunties. We are bosses. We are friends. And we are kings of, um, we are daughters of um, um, of the Most High God. So I am excited and I'm grateful to take the stage <laughs> with you and speak on um, on this topic on today. You know, you know, it was so powerful, but I forgot to introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> For those who don't know. And should know, and by now you know, a fireball has just been thrown. <laughs> and uh, her name is Melissa Lambert. <laughs> Melissa <laughs> Lambert, a true dynamic daughter of distinction. And and we don't want the ladies to be confused. And further and farther, when we say dynamic daughter of distinction, we're not talking about somehow there's a hierarchy and you're our daughter. No, no, no. It's us honoring you as a daughter of the Most High God. And Melissa Lambert yes. has, has not only allowed us to, to honor her and her business, she's an entrepreneur and she's a powerhouse, but she has also in the past honored some 20 or 30 other women. Uh, uh, yes. And they are also dynamic daughters of distinction. So uh, as uh, uh, the dynamic daughters of distinction are a burgeoning and growing thing, we're going to empower their voices. So look forward to not only a podcast, but other incredible information, including books and, and shows and what have you, and, and events and huddles, you know, and, and, and events that, that, that allow for women empowerment. We're serious, very, very serious. You, you figure that there would be a divide and conquer. We're a fatherhood organization. No, we're a family organization. And we want the, the, the princesses, the princesses of God to be honored as such. So, Melissa, you said, you said it all, that, that, that uh, even if you do not have the central or immediate uh, relationship with your biological father, you always have our Heavenly Father first, but then you have the community of fathers that God has ordered your steps and put in your path that, that have a record of faithfulness, a record of honesty, an availability, a patience, and a long-suffering and kindness, which means love, which means they're patient, they're not rude, they don't demand their own way, but they really care. And though that's who you want your daughters to be around. That is the model of manhood that you want your daughters to see and partake of. The television will project every 30, 32 times per second images. And in between, sometimes there's subliminal messages. Uh, and, and they're intentional to create a, 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 a vacuum and a need. But, but our Abba is about filling us so that we become solid individuals. Oh, my goodness, you got me going. You got me going. <laughs> a fire starter. But a it's fire the truth, starter. though. Yeah, I, I love the fact that you um, – I love the organization because you said something that's so powerful. We are a family organization. One of the things yeah. that the devil wants to do, he wants to divide the family. When you can divide the family, you have, um, basically he has conquered. And I love that you are bringing us together. 
because, again, yes. we are together, we're stronger. You know, God did yes. not create Adam and Eve in a garden and say, you know, um, go out and, you know, produce the land, get, you know, you know, go out and, and, and multiply. He could have said, you know what, I'm just going to leave Adam by himself, but he know that Adam was stronger with his Eve. And that's why yes. he took that rib out of Adam to show forth that he, you know, you, um, you know, this, you're one, you're one with me. So, you know, with this, in, in this society, you know, you see so much single mothers and single dads out there, you know, doing their thing. Absolutely. I applaud because I'm a single mom, right? But it's not meant for that. That's not how God intended it to be. So I love that further and following is, is actually bringing us together as one accord and letting us know that we, you know, once we come um, together and we work together and we love on each other and we embrace each other and we pray for each other, we become a stronger being. So, so thankful to you all for just, you know, what you do for the community at large. And I do believe that this is going to be an international movement that's going to be spread over to the different countries because Further and fathering is not just only here in America. We need to help those fathers in another country, in Africa, in Asia, in, in different parts, in the U.K., in a different part of the world, know that, you know, you are not alone. We can do this together as a whole. So thank you for all that you do, sir. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to bring in, I'm going to bring in charity. Charity is also an incredible dynamic daughter of distinction. I think you met as we were reformulating dynamic daughters of distinction that you two also had your conversation. And Charity, are oh you on the line? God. Yes, yes, yes. Her name yes, is Brian. Yes, I'm on the love. line. <laughs> How are you? How are you, King? How are you, Queens and the House Kings and Queens? This is wonderful. It's so good um, to be here and. Uh, uh, I am just honored. So um, I know your format is you know I ask a question. Is there a question? I want to stay in line with what you have going on. I know there's some other dynamic daughters on the line. So, well, well, well Ch- Charity and and Melissa, we look forward to uh, as we as we grow um, the, the dynamic daughters of distinction. You two are dynamic leaders in, in, in every sense. Every single woman has, has leadership, and uh, uh, we want to, to, to grow it so that uh, God be glorified, but also you be, you be elevated, that you be elevated. So, so uh, we look forward to more. The best is yet to come. Uh, and and, and uh, uh, there are seven, seven reasons why girls need a strong father, and, and those seven reasons mm-hmm. are, his devo- first one is his devotion and discipline sets up his daughter for success. And uh, are you still there? You still there, Charity? Yes. 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 So, uh, yes. So, so, so can you speak to uh, first? We want to thank you for your devotion to further to further and father and and to the dynamic daughters of this, an, 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 an honor that you have well earned. Well, first, yes. So first and foremost, I appreciate the fact that you all open up a platform um, not only for men but also for women and as a family unit. And when it comes down to devotion, I love what you Melissa already spoke about is it's not just you know your your natural father, but you have your uncles, you have your heavenly father, you have your uncles, your um, your brothers, you have so many men around that can operate in that capacity if you don't have that. And being a preacher's daughter, when we're talking about devotion and discipline, you know, there's times in which you don't get an opportunity to be um, what you would per se call number one. And and when you and, and the reason why I'm going in this direction is because there's a lot of preachers' daughters that are out there, and yes. your father may dedicate their time towards the church or towards the community. And so, from a discipline, for me, from a discipline and a devotion perspective, um, when I was yearning for what I called that love. I had to turn to God. And 
I had to also change my mindset and what I was being taught. Not only yeah. was the love being given to the community and to the church, but I, I had to learn how to be committed, learn how to be devoted to the word of God, learn how to worship um, and, and to love and to serve, which this weekend being with my sister for her grand opening of her uh, salon suites here in Hammond, California, um, I got an opportunity to actually see what my father and mother had taught us is to be a servant. And when you serve, you learn how to really truly devote and to be disciplined in that. And I was able to serve her in in order to promote her to, for her time to shine. And yeah. and when you're looking at that as preacher's kids, oftentimes you think, oh, well, we're neglected, but we really wasn't being neglected. We were serving and we were, we were being taught how to serve. And we finally, like, got it this weekend. We're like, we're servants. We're servants. <laughs> we were taught how to serve. <laughs> and 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 when we were looking for the help outside, we found that help from within, and we were able to go the extra mile to do the certain things that most people can't do. And so, um, I I look back at you know what our father taught us is to be um, when you find your hands to do, you know, do it. Um, don't sit idle. Don't be lazy. Don't be, you know, just just be about your father's business. And so that made us awesome worshipers. We, we when it's when it's time for us to worship the Lord, you know, it's a different sound because of the devotion, because of the commitment, because of the discipline that we were taught, you know, from our father back in the day. So that's awesome. what I wanted oh, to share. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. So his devotion and discipline taught you the power of service. You uh, Sometimes as a child we misinterpret the, what is being modeled before us, uh, and it becomes our first nature, and sometimes the first nature seems boring to us. But that is what's going to sustain us and, and, and cause us to build correctly and walk with integrity. So uh, your father gets an ovation from me. Because charity is a definite woman of God. <laughs> yes. yes uh, when you say is they train up a child in the way they should go, and when they're old, yes. they will not depart. And that's, yes. that's definitely true in that case. Oh, wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's powerful. Uh, um, uh, I was going through the seven reasons why why girls need their, a strong father, and that came from uh, Evia online. And the first one is his devotion and discipline sets us up for success. Talking about women, sets women up for success. And the second one says his approval affects our self-esteem. His approval mm-hmm. affects our self-esteem. And I'm going to open it up. Uh, 4335. 4335. Are you there? 4335. I'm not sure if you're still on mute. 4335. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put you back on mute. And 
but acknowledge him in all our ways and he will direct our path. Very often we are directed by a multitude of counsel, and it's not just one person directing you. Uh, the, the Word of God tells us, and I believe it's in uh, it's Proverbs either 15.22 or 16.22, where it says, through a, a multitude of counsel, make war. Through a multitude of counsel, your purposes are established. So um, uh, your purposes are established by the wisdom you gain from the people that speak into you. And where men are concerned speaking into younger women or speaking into their natural daughters or, or, or those they're uh, called to, to, to minister to or lead, um, it's incumbent upon us that we give them a sense of approval. The first two was the first one was devotion and discipline. The second one is that our, our approval affects their self-esteem. Very often, women, uh, uh, girls, uh, need the approval that they are doing things the right way, that they are affirmed and accepted and loved. That that affects their their self worth, their self concept, their, their and their personal value, uh, how they see themselves. They see themselves not by the mirror. The mirror is, 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 is very often the mirror is called a vanity, right? And and you you just see the vain exterior. But the words that are encouraging and empowering is how they should really see themselves. Because if words are demeaning, no matter how beautiful on the outside, they will feel ugly on the inside. So, so Charity, um, I, I guess we're going to bounce back and forth, and I'll bring in Lance in a second. Um, when, when we talk about the approval, um, have you, do you have that feeling of being approved, and how has it affected your self-esteem? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> well, one <laughs> well, you know, one of the things is when you when you think, um, well, let me just go take a little step back, and I'm gonna hit. I might I might offend somebody out there, but there is a movement right now where uh, women are being told that you don't need a man's approval, and I would say that that's 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 true to some degree when it comes to when you have to make a decision and validate yourself because God has already made you worthy, and yeah. and so you have to look to that perspective. But there's another side to that when you just need a helping hand, and it's almost like. Um, a mother and the father, when they're giving instructions to a child that's acting up, that mother may say, sit down, child, sit down, child. But the sound and the tone of the voice of the father, when he comes in and says, sit down, and they sit down the first time, that impact is the same type of impact that happens when the father says to the daughter, you're beautiful. When the yeah. father says to the daughter, good job, yeah. they only have to say it once, and it, it, gives, it, it shifts, and it allows that, that girl, that daughter, that woman to say, wow, you know, the king, now I'm going from that perspective, the king yeah. gave me approval. The king, because... We look to men, our fathers, and we were talking about kings and queens, but the yes. king said it was okay. The king said you did a great job. It just makes you so proud, and it gets to the, to the really to the pet of your soul, and it changes your, and, and you smile, and you're like, ah, I did something right. Um, I'll never forget a time when, you know, I was working so hard on, you know, this property and trying to get it done and trying to get this right and get this done. And my father, I hadn't heard it. He may have said it, but it was this one time he said, I'm proud of you. Wow. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah. And when he said, I'm proud of you, 
it was like my whole my whole body shook, my spirit man shook, and it was like, ah, oh, I got this, I could do this, and it it made me feel different. It made me think different because the king said, I'm proud of you. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That is powerful. That's that is powerful. Um, uh, number three, number three, when and I I don't want to. We're going to get back to these again uh, in future broadcasts. So we're going to expound on these uh, uh, these seven yes. reasons why why uh, women and girls need a strong father or fatherly influence. And uh, number number three is his affection determines our modesty. I, I, I'm going to say that I'm very big on hugging and kissing my daughters, um, so especially my daughter who lives with me here. The other one who, who, who uh, I, I even is for a moment, I love to hug and let them know that they're beautiful, that they're precious, and that they're loved. And that leads to, to, to not seeking the type of attention that puts them in danger. It, 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 it says the affection, the <laughs> rightful, the proper affection, the appropriate affection determines the modesty, the humility. You see, humility is true confidence where you don't need to brag. You don't need to boast. You don't need to seek attention because you already have received attention. So, so, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in Lance to, to, to speak. Actually, I'm gonna bring in Lance to speak on this uh, this one right here. Lance, can you hear me? Yes, I can, brother Jeremy. Yes. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yes, we can hear you. Yes, we can hear you. Amen. Yeah, you, you're answering? You're we were going answer? back and forth. I couldn't hear the question. Yes, I'm still here. Oh the, oh, the question is, okay, I was talking about how it's important to hug on, appropriately hug on, appropriately kiss, yeah. appropriately appropriate yeah. embrace your daughter so that she operates in modesty, not trying to seek unhealthy attention. The sister said it greatly when she said affection. That's the yeah. word because l- love and affection um, is what we give them throughout life. You know, yeah. my my daughter, she has two great children of her own now. I throw them in the air and toss them up. My daughter's just a little too heavy for me. I, I ain't putting <laughs> her up in no air. So I just give her real <laughs> hugs and kisses and sugar. But I flip her two kids like pancakes. Because I want her to know I love them and her so much. And that's yes. the affection that I have for my child. I just won't go crazy and embarrass her in the street because she's, you know, a full-grown adult now. So you got to be able to, <laughs> you know, dad, you got to be a cool dad. So I'm, I, I've become a cool dad in a sense. But, yeah, no, loving, kissing, hugging them up always because affection, that's what you give to your child, affection, love and affection. They get the other love from, like the sister was saying, Good, good, good members of the church, you know, not just, you know, just godly members, you know, good people out there. They are out there. But women stand on their own. My mother stand on her own. She, my mother went to work. Father was there, but, you know, if he wasn't, oh, well. But he would just know to be there because my mother made it happen. God bless her. But my father um, was always there. So I, I can't, you know, leave him out either. You know, he was there. But when he gave us, was affection because that's past these children, whether they sons or daughters. But I give my daughter that love and affection that she needs because that measures against anything that she goes against that goes against her feelings and her and her and her will and things that she loves to do. You know, I give her, I give God the praise, but I'm always praising my daughter for her great work. And that's why um, I think when she said affection, that that hit home to me. That's what it is. You know, I'm very proud of my child. She knows. Oh, that's awesome. That that's awesome. Um, you know, charity. Um, yes. 
um, we talk about the importance of affection, um, proper affection, receiving it as a as a as a girl child, and then knowing how to operate in it as an adult woman. Um, affection is is is, is important, uh, and and the the connector is that affection connects to modesty. Um, can you speak to that? And does that does that make it makes sense to me? But I don't, I don't know if the listening audience. I, I want to hear the woman's perspective on that. <laughs> well, my walk of life was a little different because you know when you think about affection, affection can be based on touch. It can be yes. based on a feeling. Um, it can yes. be based on words. And for minds, yes. it was more words than anything. So it, it it crafted my love language of words of affirmation yeah. as one of my love languages, um, and not necessarily touch. But because uh, my father was more in, uh, was from a military army background, that touch wasn't necessarily there. I'm a very touchy feely person, and because of what I was taught to keep a distance at, at times, I've learned to distinguish when touch is appropriate and when it is not. So I've, I've learned to, that brotherly love that we were taught in the church and things of that nature. So in the world, I, I've always, in a professional setting and in the world, I've always had this, this uh, boundary that I would establish. But now that I'm older and and um, I, I, I love affection. I have learned that too much can cause um, an unsafe boundary uh, line to be crossed. And so when you're talking about affection, I've had to use the method of words and the affection and how I present my words. And so that's now when I hear, oh, I'm proud of you from my father or I'm proud of you from a man or, you know, um, I love you, I don't take the word I love you lightly because to me that's affection. Yeah. And so when someone says I love you, I believe it. <laughs> I really believe it, you know. And it's, it's either... You know, I don't just throw that around, you know, and it could be that brotherly love and sisterly love, um, that friend love or that that uh, significant other or that spouse love, which then could lead to physical touch if that's your love language. So, um, but yes, it, it is very key. It is very, very key and is very important. Um, now, from a modesty perspective, um, I think everyone's walk of life is different, but for me, I've learned to, to keep those boundaries um, in, in that sense of being modest because there was a lack thereof. Whereas for some people, they because they didn't get it, they looked for love in all the wrong places. But yeah. for me, I didn't. I didn't look for love in all the wrong places. I knew how to set boundaries and say, oh, whoa, wait a minute. You know that's not normal for me. I wonder yes, how, how what Melissa would do. <laughs> <laughs> I think Melissa had to leave. She said she had another engagement. Okay, so I think, okay, but yeah, I, I would have loved to hear it too. I would love to hear it too. But we'll yes. find out maybe next week. <laughs> um, yes. So the next one, the next one, and this is big mm-hmm. on uh, on us. Uh, uh, I hope Lance is over here, loyal Lance. You're going to love it. Oh, she said, I'm still here. Oh, and she, you're, maybe you're, or you're maybe listening. I don't have your, you're your in the queue, uh, Melissa. Oh, yes, I, oh, you are still here. Okay. Let's hear, let's hear Melissa. Can you hear me okay? Uh, Yes, I can. Yes, I can we can hear you. Yeah. I, I wanted to make sure you, um, cl- um, Charity, clarify the question that you want me to, to, um, to actually um, elaborate on. Okay. The, uh, the, the, the question was, well, 
We're our number three of the seven uh, reasons why uh, girls need strong father figures, uh, or girls or women need strong father figures or father fatherly love. And the first one was his devotion and his discipline sets her up for success. His approval affects her self-esteem. And number three, we're on her, his affection determines her modesty. Um, now, we were talking about the importance of affection and modesty, and Charity said she would love to hear Melissa's take on it. So let's hear Melissa's take on why it's so <laughs> important <laughs> for a fatherly affection and how that affects her modesty. See, I gave the two cents that if you embrace your daughter and you give her the right attention, she will not seek the wrong attention and know the difference between the right and wrong when she's out in the world. So I'm going to let you go now. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that what you just said is so key. That right there answers the question overall because we have to understand they're, they're sponges from birth. They're, they're taking in the thing that you're showing to them, right? So you can give them the attention that they desire or don't give them the attention that they desire. They're going to see it on the outside by a friend of theirs, you know, um, their father, their, her, their friend's father, showing them that love, giving them the hug, giving the kiss, saying I love you, right? And then they're going to be like, I want that. Then they're going to find the wrong person out there that's going. they're going to attach themselves to. And now that person may, may, to be honest with you, may spoil them in a bad way, may give them the wrong attention, lead them to alcohol, lead them to drug, lead them to other things. And when you look at, like, all these young people that are out there and they're, they're they're cling, they're really clinging to people because of the wrong intention um, attention because they didn't get it. So it is very important. It's very important to say I love you. It's very important to hug. It's very important to kiss, even though they don't want it. Just kiss on them. <laughs> Let them know that you're there. It's very important to hold their hands in public. It's very yeah. important to say I'm going on a daughter and um, daddy's date is because they got to see positive reinforcement within their father, which is their second love. Their first love is God. Their second love is their father. So their father has to show them what it is to be treated the right way. Their father got to open that door. Their father got to pull their chair out. Their father got to give them them roses. My daddy always say, give me my roses when I'm alive because when I'm dead, I can't smell it and I can't see it. You know, so we got to realize that is important for us as a, as a man to, in, to, um, to, to love on them, love on them now, because if you don't, somebody else going to love on them the wrong way. And that's what we try to avoid, loving on them the wrong way. i give you an example, right? I have a friend, um, a, a colleague of mine. She and I have been friends for years. You know, she's in Jersey. And um, I remember her story because that, that was her way of um, um, giving the audience, who she, telling the audience who she is. And um, she didn't have a father figure growing up. She didn't. She didn't have a mother figure growing up. She had her grandmother. And she tell the story how, you know, she was always seeking love in the wrong place. And one time she went to some type of, um, like, club or something, and she found this one guy. He was, you know, head over heel over her, you know, telling, saying the right thing, you know, showing her the right things. You know, they went on dates, and, you know, he was doing all the right things until he hooked her. He hooked her. Let me tell you how he hooked her. Now that he showed her all that love, now that he showed her what she needed, she was lacking that in her life. She didn't have that from her dad or from someone as positively a positive role model, male role model in her life. She didn't have that. So this guy knew that, and he took advantage. So to the point where he began to show her and introduce her to drugs, then to alcohol, mm. then he became her pimp, and he then you know, sold her body out. Out of, and in her mind, he loved me. This is how he shows me love because she didn't know what love was because it wasn't shown to her. So you can actually 
feel like somebody's loving on you, embracing you, but not realizing they're poisoning you. No, not realizing they're not for you, they're against you. And that is not true. A gap of love, a gap of love. So it is important as a father, if you're listening to me as an uncle, as a friend, if you see a, your niece, your, your daughter, your, um, your, your, your friend's daughter, love on them in a, in a positive way because it's necessary for them to see the positive love so when they do meet that person out there, that person that shows them the bad love, they were like, oh, I don't know what that is. I, that's not love. That's not what I, I've been shown. They would know the difference. So that, to yeah. me, is important. Powerful. And, Powerful. And that's and if I can add to that, to that comment, you you know the key to that that I heard in that whole message was the proper teaching from that father, yes. and that's going yes. to be really key is to teach what is proper affection. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Appropriate. It's it's so easy. Yes, appropriate. It, yes. To, 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 in the word that we're, we're, we're avoiding, because I learned from my best friend to say the thing that hasn't been said, molestation. You see, when yes. improper affection is given, you see, mm. molestation is, is any touch that's mm-hmm. out of alignment with the, the proper uh, 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 allowances of God. Mm-hmm. And that's coming from anyone. So if they're not proper, if they're devoid of proper touch, the improper touch will influence their, their thinking. And that's where we said, it says, his affection determines her modesty. Perm- promiscuity comes from imp- the, uh, the uh, enjoyment of the initial improper touch. Yes. So, so, so that's something to think about. That's something to think about. And with only two, oh, nine so minutes, go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I so said that is so true. And I just literally just I had that conversation with my daughter in the car because she's going to spend the weekend with my um, with some families. And I don't care if they're family. I still give yes. her the same speech. You don't let nobody touch you inappropriately. And I go over everything with her because you know what? Our parents forgot to tell us that because they think that it's okay to let, you know, let's sit, let's sit on uncle's lap. No, it's not okay. It's no, unacceptable. Not. You know, so yeah. we got to really not hide the information from our girls. We got to teach them. We got to share with them. We got to tell them the right things and the wrong things, what to do, what not to do. And even even if you're my family member, do not allow your child, your young daughter, to walk around the house with some short shorts. And no, yes. no, no tank top underneath that. So it's like there are certain things, no matter if, even if their family teach the child how to dress appropriately, because even in the family, molestation happens from the yes. family member. So it's, it's, it's a conversation that must be had because they will think that this uncle may say to this young girl, oh, this is how I love you. No, it is not. No. So, yes, no. I agree with you. We gotta have a conversation. We gotta talk about it. We must let that that, that demon out because when you, yeah. when you silence that type of demon, it begins to grow and manifest into lesions, and we don't want that. So it's important for us to talk about it and address the matter, so it won't be our kids, our girls, our beautiful, beautiful girls won't become victim of these situations. Powerful. Powerful, powerful, powerful. We've covered the first three. I'm going to read the last four because we're going to go into the last four next week, or at least some of the next four next week. Um, And and, uh, number four is his behavior towards women affects the daughter's self-respect. His behavior towards women affects the daughter's self-respect. Number five is his devotion to us will define our relationships. His devotion to us will define our relationships. Number six is his emotional void, emotional dependency. His emotional fulfillment Mm -hmm. 
helps us to avoid emotional dependency. And number seven is he teaches us not to settle. He teaches us not to settle. In, 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 in Jamaica, they say settle. <laughs> right? in, 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 in yard, the, the music says cease and settle. Right? So you don't, you, you don't want her to, 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 to settle for less. But at the same time, you want her to operate in humility. Um, in Proverbs, and I, I got to get back to the word. Let me see. Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31. Uh, I'm trying to get over there. Uh, ba, 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 ba. It, 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 it makes it clear that she gives to those who do not have. She, she's it's very intentional about it's verse 20. It says, she stretches out her hand to the poor, yea, she reaches forth her hand to the needy. And, and, and we'll get into that more next week. But we're at, we're at uh, five minutes before the end of the show. And I want to, uh, as we uh, at Further and Father intentionally do, we want to honor our, our two uh, dynamic daughters. I know there were more on because it was lit up, the, 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 the phone line was lit up, it filled up the whole screen, <laughs> and, and some dropped off, but I still have Charity, and I still have Melissa on the line. So uh, first, uh, Melissa, what are you working on? Uh, uh, what are you working on, and how can you be contacted so that you are empowered? Your, what you're working on can gain uh, someone out there listening who wants to get in contact with you, wants to bless what you're doing, can get in contact with you. How would they do that, and what are you working on? Are you still there, Melissa? Hello? She might be having... I, th- I, th- I think charity. You should go there, charity. But what are you working on? And uh, can you give the information for how they can contact you? Okay, sure. Um, um, first of all, my my number is, and I and I don't mind sharing this uh, worldwide. It is area code three three six nine zero six four seven three four. Again, 336-906-4734. What I am working on, I, am, I have been commissioned to be a project manager for Welfare Reform Liaison Project. They're doing an event called the Big Pop-Up. It's going to be on April 12th in Greensboro, North Carolina at the Four Seasons Mall, and we need volunteers, we need sponsors, and the big pop-up is we're going to be serving food, clothing, um, home goods from Amazon, Walmart that have already donated, um, Blue uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield, um, Delta Dental, uh, several several, uh, food bank, um, Second Harvest Food Bank, several community action agencies, and Ms. Um, the executive director, Bernita Sims, uh, has done an exceptional job, and we're planning on serving over 3,000 families who's going to drive up, pop up their trunk, and we'll put um, items that are of need to the families in their trunk, and we're expecting to serve through over 3,000, or we'll call up to 3,000 families or a while supplies last. My oh, other we're short on time. We're, uh, we're going to get to that on next week's show. <laughs> but I'm going to open, yes, it, up for, yes. open it up for um, Melissa. Melissa. Yes. Are you, yes, are you there, Melissa? Yes, yes, I can you hear can me? You briefly, yes, in, the, uh, in a very truncated way. Please let the people know how to contact you and what you're working on. Awesome. So my name again is Melissa Lambert out of Lake Mary, Florida. I am the regional sales director for Wombversity. I'm here to protect the womb space of a woman. It is important for us to stop suffering in silence. You can reach me at 
321-578-9980. Again, 321-578-9980. I, I would love to connect and share with you how I can protect your womb space, not only for you, but also your daughters, and teach these gentlemen how to protect you as well. Thank you so much. Oh, powerful, powerful, powerful. We had a phenomenal time so far, and, and I guess this is just part one, and this is just part one of Every Princess Needs a King, how a father and dad affects women's and, uh, women and girls. Um, this is Further and Fathering, where fatherhood is elevated, families are empowered, and communities are transformed by our five core principles, which form the word heart, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. We have heard from your daughters the importance of a quality man, a quality man speaking into their life, to give them affection, to give them direction, to have shown them devotion, to, to, to also give them approval. We know that you approve of us, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, for sending your son so that we may know, know, and reconnect with you, for you are the ultimate father, our left. Bet Aleph, our Abba, and you are furthering fathering. So until next week, we love you, we thank you, and look forward to the growth of, of uh, and, and honor. During this uh, Women's Month, we, we, we ask that you bless your daughters, your dy- dynamic daughters of distinction, in the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. Until next week, we love you. <laughs>